Evening, Rabbi Sai. We began last night with a new shower, Shara Vaidis Alikim. And as the Chavazov explained, what is Vaidis Alikim? What is the shower all about? It's the ways of how we are going to accept Avaidis Alikim, accept Malchus Shemayim. Kabbalah Zal Malchus Shemayim, that's what it's all about. And in the way that's going to be, as he's going to say at the outset, it's going to be with the understanding of the intense obligation of gratitude to Hashem for everything that He does for us. Just came across a, a famous Gemara today in Mesech des Brachis Dav Nun. The Gemara says that Mi Birchoisev Shaladam Nikarim Utalmat Chacham or not. The way a person recites his Brachis really is talking about how you are the Mezamein, when you make a zimun after a seuda, so we say, That's one way of saying it. We say, What's the difference? The Gemara says, if someone says, Praise is the one that we ate from his food. It's all Hashem's food. Hashem ha'aretz so, Baruch Shachalnu Mishalai, we ate from Hashem's food. And, Uvituvai Chayinu. And with His goodness, we live, we sustain ourselves. You could say, Umituvai, and from His goodness. So, that sounds also nice. And from His goodness, we've been sustained, we are living. The Gemara says, someone who says, Umituvai, Harezah Bor. He's considered a boorish person. Why? Because he's minimized. He said, yes, I was from some of the goodness, Hashem sort of doled this out to me. No, no, it's with all this goodness, that's how we're living. So that's the way to look at the world. The Gemara is telling us, this is what Rebbe tells us, Rebbe Yudhanasi, the way to look at the world is that every teva that we have, everything good that we have, is really HaKadosh Baruch Hu's entire goodness that He's giving to us. Certainly we're able to, to eat and sustain ourselves and breathe, that's a Baruch Hu's goodness. And we have to appreciate that. And therein lies the Kabbalah's Avedis Aleikim. To accept that we have to serve Hashem properly. So let's begin again. Because we already explained. We already have learned. First of all, we have to have ultimate Amuna with a fl- complete heart that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only being that exists and causes everything to happen. And in Shara Bechina, which is the second Shara, the one prior to this, Chavazavavis explained all of the goodness, all of the kindness that Hashem bestows upon people in general and particularly. So now his Chayavnu Lizkar Achakach, it behooves us to then mention after that, Kol how a person has to behave. Part of how we reciprocate for a Sivan goodness is how we behave in kind. Kishi is as it becomes clear to him all of these the kindnesses that we receive. The who and how do we do that? By accepting to serve Hashem. And really this is something logical. He says, even if the Torah wouldn't demand of us this, even if the Torah wouldn't tell us it's a mitzvah, we ourselves really should understand that we have to pay back kindness for the 
kindness we received, or show gratitude for the kindness that we received. And he's going to explain this, that really out in the world we understand this to be a truism. So it's appropriate to begin right at the outset for the preface of this gate. Let's first analyze when people deal with one another and Ruvain does a favor for Shimon, what do we expect if we were asked objectively? What should Shimon's obligation. What is his now requirement to do towards Ruvain for the benefit that he received? And I think everybody would say, I mean, if he receives the benefit, he certainly should thank him, right? And we're going to see how Chavisavavah says, it really depends on how it was done and what was done and what was the intent behind it, which is interesting. So, once we get clear of the understanding of the reciprocation from one person to another person, then we'll just springboard off of that. We'll take from there an understanding to go further what we're obligated to do. First of all, praising Hashem, and thanking Hashem, on all of the great chesed that Hashem does for us. And really, we're, we're just right after Pesach. We're just now Rish Chaydish year. Just finished Nisa, the Chaydish Nisa, the Chaydish of Geula, Geula from Mitzrayim. Really, the whole premise of being Avde Hashem is really predicated, as many of the Bali Musa bring, is really predicated on the obligation of Akara Satayv, the, the understanding of Akara Satayv. When Moshe Rabbeinu said, This is going to be the proof, the sign, that Hashem is the one sending you out, because in a few months' time, you're going to stand at our Sinai, and you're going to be charged with accepting the Avdus of Hashem at that mountain. And where is that Chiv coming from, that obligation? And there's many proofs to this, and that is HaKar The obligation is because we owe everything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And just like we owed everything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when we got out of Mitzrayim, and He did so in a miraculous way, we owe everything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every day of our life. And you don't have to go any further, just listen to the news, your local news, your national news, and you know I'm not a big... Uh, promoter of listening to the news. It's Narishkeit and it's a big waste of time. So just listen to the headlines. Just find out what's happening. Find out what's happening even to, to, to in, in the little bit in the world you see like Nebuch, this young person took ill and this young person passed away and this tragedy happened. And you say, wow, the fact that you get up in the morning, the fact that Gosh who sustains us, you realize, Kol that's what Chazal meant. They say, on every breath that we're able to take, and it goes well, and there's, there's no fluid in the lungs, and you're able to walk, you're able to talk, you're able to eat, is a great blessing from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shouldn't take it for granted. But all of that is also brings up brings us to the Chiv of HaKadosh So, let's use this marshal, as he says, from people to people. V'naim Marmol say, Kimin HaYudua, that is certainly known as Leinu. 
That's clear to all of us. Anyone who God does good to us, we are obligated to thank Him. This is interesting. Maybe we never thought about this point. But he says, you know when a person has to thank when Ruvain does something good for Shimon? Shimon must thank Ruvain. That's when Ruvain's intent was to do something good for Shimon. And even let's say Ruvain tried very hard to do some favor for Shimon. But he came up short. He wasn't able to do it for whatever reason. No fault of his own, but he was not able to sort of carry out the intent of what he wanted to do for Shimon. Something happened. In the end, Reuven is not able to do that. Reuven, let's say, he he pushed himself to to take his car to pick up Shimon from somewhere. He was, Shimon was coming in late at night at a on a train, and Reuven went and drove there, and then he got stuck in traffic and was not able to make it to him. We would never make it in time. Shimon had to find another way home. But when Shimon finds out this is what Reuven did for him, and he attempted to do this favor, certainly we understand that Shimon should send a thank you note. Shimon should send flowers for Shabbos, send them a potato cooker for Shabbos. Yeah? To be careful, sometimes though you get into questions of ribbis when it's actually there's money involved. So just be careful about that. But I'm talking about a regular favor that a person does. We would understand Shimon wants to thank Ruvain for his good intent, even if he doesn't carry it through. We understand it's a chiv to thank him. became clear to us. His mindset, his intent was to do good. And he wanted to help us. Ruvain intended to do a great favor for Shimon. But let's say the opposite case. The opposite case is where I, I benefited from somebody, maybe even a tremendous benefit. But however, the person who did so had no intent that it should be a benefit for me. In other words, he had no intent to do a favor for me. A simple example of that could be it happened inadvertently. It happened accidentally. He had... He had no intent even to do something good for me. It happened, just happened to be that it was a benefit for me. A simple example. I'm looking for a parking space. All of a sudden, someone pulls out of his space. Ah, oh, perfect, I'm over there. Do I now flag him down and thank him for that? No, he had no intent to do a favor for me. It happens to be the fact that he vacated his spot I was able to pull in is a, of benefit for me. But I understand I'm not going to thank him for that because he had no intent. So we see here the principle is that what obligates us to thank somebody else when his intent was to do something good for me. Now this goes to an extreme that Mepharshim explained. Fascinating. A uh, story back in the Megillah. Mordechai saves Achashverosh's life when he tells the plot of Bixen and Seresh through Esther that uh, they planned on killing him. They are hanged. And then one night... Akashverish couldn't sleep. And he says, let me take out my book. He says, oh, this incident. I remember that episode. Did I ever do, did I ever pay a reward back to that fellow Mordechai for what he did? Now, there happened to be there were some servants 
So the Narei Beis HaMelech, they were circulating at the time, and they said, Your Highness, Nothing was done. Vishmafarshim say they really overstepped that boundary. He didn't say that was anything done. Really, he had done some repayment. Nothing was done. And the Mepharshim explained the Gemara. This comes from the Gemara. The Gemara Megillah Daftez Ayin says their whole intent was because not because of Avas Mordechai, but because of Sinas Haman. They hated Haman, and they knew this plan would work out that Haman would have to be the one to parade Mordechai around. So their whole intent was not to benefit Mordechai, but rather in order to get back at Haman. And it's interesting, oftentimes this does happen, that people are used as pawns in some political uh, warfare between people. Sometimes you can have, you know, uh, uh, some rich uncle gives a fortune of money to his nephew, not because he likes the nephew, but he just wants to make sure that some other relative doesn't get it. And Chavah says, when that happens, we get some goodness, some benefit. He didn't intend for us. You know what he intended? He intended for his own sadistic reasons. He intended so he can get back at somebody else. They intended to do good to Mordechai, not for the sake of Mordechai, but to get back at Haman. Says the Chavah it goes by the intent of the person and the person did not intend for our good. He did not intend to do a favor. Even though I did benefit, even though it did redound to something good for me, since his intent was not such, his intent was not because of me, I don't owe him a yashikayach. I don't owe him any thanks for that. That's the principle that he lays down here. And he's going to give examples of that, five different examples in the world of, of, of society and people how they interact with one another, and we're going to see from there what obligation we have through that, and then take it from there to our country. Agutenacht.